0: Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb, where we read a short passage of the Bible, and I'll throw in a few interjections on what we're reading to help simplify words. Oh, did I mention interjection is a fancy word for comment? And then I'll point out key details to help you understand. Today we are starting Luke 2 with verses 1 through 20. I encourage you to read along with me and grab a journal or a piece of paper so that you can write down any questions about what we have read, record your favorite thing about today's reading, or draw a picture to help you remember the story. Are you ready? Let's dive in. The birth of Jesus. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinus was governor of Syria. By the way, A census is when the government counts how many people are in each house, making sure that they have everyone's name and birth date. All return to their ancestral towns to register for this census. Ancestral is a big word for where people's grandparents were from. If I had to go to my ancestors' home, it would be Sweden. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, yep, that's David of David and Goliath, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. These cities are about 90 miles away from each other, and that would take about 31 straight hours of walking. Joseph took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. This is key to fulfilling the prophecies from the old testament that the savior would be born in bethlehem she gave birth to her firstborn son she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them you see because of the census so many people were in bethlehem that there were no beds for mary and joseph everyone's houses and all the hotels were filled. And so they had to find shelter, which is a roof over their head for the night, in a stable with horses, donkeys, and other farm animals. And when Jesus was born, the only place to safely lay that tiny little newborn baby was a manger, which is a box of hay for cows or horses. The Shepherds and the Angels That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. By the way, that's the same thing that Gabriel said to both Zachariah and Mary when he told them about the coming children that they would be blessed with. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven. Basically, that's lots of angels that probably filled the entire night sky. They were praising God and saying, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When they said peace on earth, that was not just for no wars or fighting, but it was because Jesus would bring those who believed in him to a personal relationship with God and his forgiveness for all our sins would be given. And it's that friendship with God that gives peace to those who believe. That means surprised or amazed. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds, they went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, for it was just as the angel had told them. There are so many special things about today's reading. Most of us regularly hear this story at Christmas, and it's what we call the Christmas story. Jesus, the Son of God, was sent to earth to save us from our sins. He wasn't sent as a mighty warrior or a king already grown to take over. He was sent as a humble, tiny baby who had to be laid in a box of hay to a mother who was young and humble, and the news of his birth was first shared with the world by humble shepherds. If you don't know what a humble person is, it's one who wants to add value to the world around them and is filled with thankfulness for what they have and also knows how to be confident without bragging about it. Clearly, God loves a humble person, and it's the little acts of humility, like picking up someone else's trash or obeying your mom or dad for the first time, that show God what big things he can do with you. Let's end our time in prayer today. Dear God, thank you for my friends who are praying with me right now. It is so special to me to share this time with them. Thank you for sending your one and only son as a tiny baby so that we can be saved for our sins. If you have something you want to thank God for or ask Him for, you can pray that right now. God, please help us to be a light in the world to those who don't know you just like Jesus was. In his name we pray, amen. I hope you found something that was memorable or makes you want to understand and love God in a new way. If you have questions, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or even Google. You can also leave me a message on Spotify or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you next time.